Hey everybody, it is a new year and we are excited to be with you back here at Coffee at FCG, our first episode of the year that we are recording and loading. So uh, in real time, today on our end is January 11th or 12th, one of the two. So we've all been here in 2024 for a week and a half. We made it. We're here. You're here. Congratulations. The world's still happening uh, the, the ball dropped at midnight and we're all still here. Yep. And the Planet Fitness New Year's was, <laughs> you know, they they made a lot of business. They made a lot of sales. So it's always the purple and yellow. Yep. Planet Fitness ball dropping. Yep. Um, well, we're happy to be with you. We're excited. We're all drinking coffee. It's the end of the morning, but we still are going strong. Let's let's go around the room. Find out what everybody's drinking. Uh, in my mug, I have black coffee. It's hot, and I believe it is counterculture. The Mm-mm, night no? swim. It's night swim. Man, it's good. It's a good brand. We like night swim coffee around here. That's what I'm drinking today, Lisa. What are you drinking? I'm also drinking, drinking that. But I'm, I have some almond creamer, zero sugar. <laughs> Lisa likes it's a new year, new me. Lisa <laughs> likes her creamers. I do. We had a whole discussion about creamer. He's like, I just like the taste of coffee. And I was like, I do too, but I just prefer it with cream. Mm. Yeah. What's wrong with that? Passing it on to my brother. I'm drinking a cup of, uh, what is it? Stumptown. Stumptown. <laughs> oh. Nice. But it's ground coffee and, and we only use a French press because I, I accidentally broke the the carafe for mm-hmm. our coffee maker. So it's not quite as good, you know, because you can't... It's already re- ground. Did yeah. I do that? No, I did that on mm. accident. But mm. up until mm. that, mm. I was drinking. I got, for Christmas, from you guys, I got bags of Night Swim mm-hmm. that were very good. Mm. Just ran out of that. But what it about is. you, Brittany? Well, just like you, I'm drinking Stumptown. Half and half from the farmer's market. Cinnamon. That's what I'm drinking. I honestly forgot we, we did this. Like I did too. I go around the room and say what we're drinking. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be great if we could finally get a sponsor. Yeah, we will. Cat's the worst. Yeah. yeah she doesn't she do does. anything. Guys, right. give Cat a, just come on, give she her a break. She doesn't get us any sponsors. We've had a few weeks off, so she doesn't get, back. She doesn't get, get us sponsors. She doesn't edit usually. Um, I mean, it's all right though. All right. It's wild for a three hundred thousand dollars salary she gets. Yeah, literally. <laughs> She's on six figures. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> we'll give Cat Grace <laughs> because today our topic is going to be about who you are in Christ. Because this is a new year. Um, really, there's nothing magic about it, right? I mean, the word is the same yesterday, today, forever. It's the same in twenty twenty three as it was in twenty twenty four. But physically in the natural, I mean, New Year's is a good time to reset, recalibrate, um, get your mind back in the right place. And for the believer, our mind being in the right place, uh, you can say that the right place for your mind to be is operating out of the mind of Christ, is operating out of who you are in Christ. Because, man, when you know who you are, then instead of your failures, your shortcomings, your 
broken resolutions defining yourself, your year, man, you will be defined by the completed work of Jesus. That's something I relate to because I, my personality is work-related um, in the natural, right? Like my personality needs a, a, like a list. I like jobs to do. I like to complete them. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel accomplished. Um, but man, when I can focus on the work that was completed by Jesus on the cross and that work and how it, um, my, my part, my role and who, who I am, what he did for me, how the Lord sees me, man, it makes everything way better. This is a verse that I want to start with. And, um, but from James, the book of James chapter one, it says, for if you listen to the word and don't obey, it's like glancing at your face in a mirror. You see yourself, walk away, and forget what you look like. But if you look carefully into the perfect law that sets you free, and if you do what it says and don't forget what you heard, then God will bless you for doing it. So it's a lot of words, but what that is saying is that we know what we look like physically because we can look in a mirror and see it. Uh, I always like to think about you've never actually seen your own face, right? You've seen reflections of your face. You have seen... Um, pictures of your face, you've seen interpretations of your face, you've never, with your eyes, seen your face. You trust that all those reflections, you trust that <laughs> Brittany is joking She's on choking that on coffee it. that she forgot Farmers about. Market. Get it out. Get it out. Yeah. Sorry, sorry, sorry. You okay over there? She's all right. Thumbs we up. have a thumbs up. Uh, when, when you trust all these reflections, you trust what the picture says of your face is true. And that's just so natural for us because we we talked about this this morning. That's something we can see with our eyes. But for the believer, we're called to walk by faith and not by sight. So what is James saying to us in this book? He's saying, if you want to know what you look like in the spirit, if you want to know who you are in Christ, your natural mind is not going to tell you. Your natural mind is going to look in the mirror and see the shortcomings. Your natural mind is going to focus on the broken resolutions. Your natural mind is going to focus mm. on the negative. But when we look into the law of love, when we look into the word, we can find out who we are in Christ. And that is not based on our actions. It's based on the actions of Jesus. It's not based on our work. It's based on his completed work. And when we begin to see ourselves the way God sees us, we walk in so much more victory we walk in so much more peace. We don't walk in condemnation. We're walking by faith and not by sight. And it is, um, man, it is, it is, it is how you make any year successful, any day successful. Yeah. Uh, it, it's natural tendencies always focuses on what we've done wrong. Yeah. But man, when we can look into the word, see what He's done right, and who we are in Christ, it changes everything. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's like what something I've been thinking a lot about because that's what we're going to be talking about the next few weeks is who you are in Christ because I think so many people don't know. Mm -hmm. And I and it's not like something you have to pray and ask the Lord <laughs> who you are. Mm -mm. The Word tells you who you are, which is, you know, what you were saying. And something, um, another shout out to Andrew Womack, obviously. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that he says that I love and I resonate with so much is that um, some people think because I, okay, sorry, I'm bad at not finishing my, my thoughts, but let me back up a little bit. Something the Lord told me um, 
about six months ago for myself, like it's okay for you not to be relatable because as like a, you know, 31 year old, just being on social media, people I think have went far too in the direction of quote unquote being relatable Mm -hmm. in a way of like, my hair's a mess. Today's been horrible. Blah, 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 blah. Like Mm -hmm. my life is chaotic. I'm hot mess express. Like, especially in, um, young mom culture. Mm -hmm. And it started to bother me (laughs) because I thought like, I don't, I don't, I mean, obviously, yeah. Like I'm not sitting here saying like my daughter never does anything wild or she doesn't throw a tantrum or like, I just don't, I don't relate with this hot mess express thing. And I was praying about it and the Lord just said, people are trying to be relatable, but it's, it's really gone too far Mm -hmm. in a sense of, People and I'll tell you the anyways. What I'm trying to get at is Andrew says you're actually being hypocritical, saying you're anything but what the word says. Yeah, mm. I like that because your spirit, and that's you know I think what we'll get to today is your spirit is a hundred percent saved. Your spirit is the mm-hmm. whole you know one third of me is wall to wall Holy Ghost. That means one third of me is wall to wall perfection, yeah. <laughs> right? Like the yeah. perfected Jesus, who he is, who, who he walked on the earth to be God placed himself inside of me. <laughs> and so I look at that and I know that I am patient. I am kind. I am, you know, um, not a hot mess express. And so when you see yourself as that, first of all, the Bible says, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so if you start to think like I'm a hot mess express or whatever, it's true. your whole life becomes that because you are what you think. And mm-hmm. so if you start to believe, well, the word says that I am patient. The word says that I am have my life together. The yeah. word says that I am kind to my children. And I'm talking out of a place of a mother, obviously, but... The word says that I am, you know, a good communicator or whatever. Then you start to become that. Yeah. Well, you start to filter your your decisions and the way you respond through that. Yeah. Like I heard somebody say this years ago. It's always stuck out that your life, when you look back at the end of your life, everything is just a series of responses. Yeah. Everything, your entire life is just a series of how you responded to things. And what you're saying and what, we, what we're reading in the book of James here is that if we look at our lives and believe and say enough out of our heart, I'm a hot mess, express, then you know what you start to do? You start to filter your responses through that mm-hmm. belief system. Uh, well, it's a, it's a dumb example. Okay, we're supposed to be somewhere tomorrow at three o'clock. Well, I'm a hot mess express, so I'm I'm probably gonna be rushing around yeah, just trying to, to be do time, my yeah. best to get there. All of a sudden you're filtering like even your how you're gonna get ready through this idea of, well, I'll have to do it through being a hot mess, right? Where mm-hmm. the Bible says in Christ, one of the things you are is a person who has self-control. Yeah. When you begin to confess and believe who you are in Christ is who you are, then you know what? Supposed to be there at two. I can do it. I'm confident I can be there. To, and that's just a, that's a silly example. I mean, like our entire life, um, it, even the more important things, like uh, I think being on time is important, but I'm talking about the life altering decisions that you make. 
instead of filtering it through this whole, this is who I am. I'm a mess. I'm late. I am just a scatterbrain. I am whatever it is. Filter those thoughts through who you are in Christ. And you know, the more you do it, the more real it becomes to you. It's like that metaphor that James uses of the mirror. Like the only reason we know, well, Will, Will wants to go get a haircut today. Only reason Will knows he needs a haircut is because he looked in the mirror and he thought this hair is too long. I can't go out looking like this. Cannot <laughs> go out looking like this. I got to get, got to get to the mercantile. Got to get this haircut. Mm-hmm. Well, how do we know where we are not acting or believing who we are in Christ? We have to look to the mirror, the word, see who we are in Christ, and then act on it. Um, we'll, we'll get to all these, I'm sure, over the weeks, but here's just a few verses that say who you are in Christ. In Deuteronomy, it says, you're above, not below, the head, not the tail. You're a lender, not a borrower. Psalm chapter one says, you'll bear fruit in every season. You'll put your hands to something, it'll prosper. Second Corinthians 5.21 says, you are righteous. Second Corinthians 5.16 says, you are made new. You're a new creation mm-hmm. in Christ. John 15 says that we're friends of God. Philippians 4.19 says, we're blessed according to his riches, not our own. First Peter 2.24 says, we are healed. By the stripes of Jesus. Galatians 3.26 says that we are children of God. Galatians 5.22 says we are people who are filled with the fruit of the Spirit. Mm. Lisa, what are the fruit of the Spirit? You know them. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, and self-control. That's right. But there's no law against these things. Mm. Amen. These are, (laughs) that is who we are. That's just a portion of who we are in Christ. Well, and you know, just while you were talking, I was thinking about, You know, I feel like it's become really popular to do affirmations with your toddlers or with your kids, especially little ones. I think we didn't know it wasn't trendy when we were raising our toddlers, but we always taught them who they are. The things that you're reading Mm -hmm. are the things that we declared over our kids. You know, I was thinking like it's really easy to help other people declare the word Mm -hmm. over themselves, but like to your own self, it's, you know, like I would never let my kids speak, speak the things that I would probably would speak over myself. I would never let them say they're a mess up or they're a screw up or they're, uh, you know, whatever. And so I think it's really important to, to declare it out loud because the Bible says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So when you're declaring that stuff, I mean, it starts to do something in your own heart and it starts to, and like, like you said, it's like looking in that mirror continually, Yeah, getting a, getting an image burned in your spirit of who you are, Right. getting, well, even burned in your brain. The more you declare it, the more you say it, Yeah. it's not magic in the declaration, but the more you look to the mirror, right. the more you know how you look, the more you look to the word, the more you know who you are in Christ. Yeah. Well, and I think you begin to speak the language the, that the Lord, like his language, you know, I mean, it's like the more you're around somebody, the more you pick up their, you know, we pick up each other's language and, and the more you're around the Lord, which is his word, the more you're around that you start to begin to talk like the Lord. You start thinking like that. Like you said, thinking, uh, as a man thinks, so as he, so it's like you begin to hear, hear those words spoken. So come at, 
it's, it's good to come against those negative words, you know, like maybe your family or maybe, maybe a boss or somebody has spoken just some negative stuff over you, or maybe you have and coming against it with what the Lord says, like what the Lord sees over you. I think that's important. And I also think it's important not just to speak it over yourself, but into your homes and your children and into your spouses, tell you know, them, tell them about that. The, the first time Judy got in trouble at school. And oh. we asked him what he got in trouble for. Yeah. So <laughs> we always tell our kids, you're the head, not the tail, you're above and not below. You're a leader, not a follower. And I think he was about, I don't know, four or five. And he came home and we said, what happened today, buddy? And he said, I got in trouble. We, trouble. Well, we knew what the trouble was for. Yeah. The teacher texted us and said yeah. he only responded as a puppy. Yeah. He barked all day. He, he was J Dog. And so he was she four. said, Judah, yeah, that's right. Judah, do you want to enter this question? And he, he ruff, ruff, like, ruff. yeah. And, and he <laughs> literally ate his food like a dog and everything. Um, we, knew, we knew that. He just wouldn't be anything but else. We wanted him to tell us. Yeah. And then he said, I was not being a leader. So what'd you get in trouble for? We're expecting him to say being like, a puppy. I was a puppy. But instead he starts crying. He goes, I wasn't being a leader. And at yeah. that point I didn't I didn't care if he if he could tell me the yeah. exact thing. Like, I said, You're yes, yes you're right, That's but right. you were not being a leader. At and school. now usually the times that our kids get in trouble if and we're, it's usually a reminder, hey, that's not who you are. You know what really impacted me recently? It was a goofy, it wasn't goofy, but it was a TikTok video. And sometimes, <laughs> it, even when I see something good on TikTok, I'm like, well, that's goofy. But it was a good, inf- it was a pastor. I don't even know who it was. But he was talking about Austin Butler, maybe is his name, the guy that played Elvis. Yeah. And he said that he saw him in an interview. And he, this guy said, everybody's giving me a hard time. Because they're saying, I didn't used to talk like this, but now my talking voice is like Elvis Presley's voice. Mm. And he said, I even seen videos of myself from years ago, and I didn't talk like this. And the guy interviewing him said, why do you talk like that? And he said, well, when I got the role to play Elvis, he said, there was a full year of me changing my voice and trying to talk like Elvis talked. And then we started filming and we filmed for a year of me talking like Elvis. Mm. And then COVID happened. And we stopped filming for a year, but I couldn't lose the voice because we were going to come back to filming. So over a year of COVID, I talked like Elvis. And then we went back to finish the movie and we filmed for about a year. He goes, it was almost half a decade of me trying, Mm -hmm. learning and practicing speaking like Elvis. And he said, I think after four years, it just became my voice. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of funny, but it's kind of like, is there magic to just repeating the word? No. Is there magic to just a declaration? No. But when you continually go to the word and you continually mm-hmm. declare the word, when you continually mm-hmm. repeat what the word says about you, when you on purpose change your thoughts, change the way you think through the word, from the way you look at yourself and see the shortcomings to looking at yourself the way the Lord sees you, eventually, eventually, yeah. You'll just start to live it. You'll just start to to see it naturally. You'll start talking that way. You'll cut out all that negative stuff mm-hmm. because that's not what the Lord is saying. And if it starts off by us just, I don't, I hate the phrase "fake it till you make it." I don't believe in it. But in a way, if it starts off with us having to look in the mirror of the Word, and even if we don't see the results, we're just going to choose to believe them, even when we don't see it. We're just going to choose to say, "Well." 
The word says I'm a leader, so I'm going to believe I'm a leader today. Eventually, mm. we're just going to believe it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just like, it's so hard to, like, just in the culture we're in, and I feel like everything the Lord wants us to do, the enemy, like, pushes culture in a different way, if that makes sense. But, like, what you're saying, people would be like, they're so fake, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. And it's it's just not, because when you, first of all, I don't see an issue at all with the fact that I have chosen my lifestyle that I do not go around yeah. airing my grievances and my issues to people. I just don't. I mean, I don't put it on the internet. <laughs> I don't tell people about it. And it's not because I'm hiding. It's because I have chosen the people that, you know, what Lisa says, I mean, the Bible says it, <laughs> but you tell me a lot of like, you know, the Bible says, Confess your sins to one another. And if it's like, you know, the Bible also says whatever is not a faith is sin. So if I'm struggling this yeah. week, I was struggling with something in my in my heart. Just um, the enemy kind of, I guess, attacking me with some anxiety. So what do I do? I pick up my phone and I called Lisa. And then Jenny called me and we talked. And like, you know, these are friends that I'm safe with and that are going to say, like, even before Jenny and I got off the phone and you and I the same, like, both just, I'm going to pray with you right now, mm-hmm. you know? And I, I am saying that because that doesn't mean that it's fake, that I don't post on the internet, that I'm, right. I, you know, had some anxiety today. That's it's right. that the, is that I know that my, who I am in my spirit is never anxious. Yeah. Jesus is never surprised. He's <laughs> never anxious and he's never worried. And so that means that one third of me is never surprised, never anxious and never worried. That's right. That's so if right. I'm happy, that's who I am, period. But if, if I'm feeling attacked or allowing the enemy to, to kind of have an open door in my life, then I'll just, I have people that I will go to. I'll say, will you pray with me? I'm going to talk about this. And then I move on because that's not who I am, right? Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean that if I see you on Sunday and you're like, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm doing great. Like, yeah. Because I am. It's not faith, yeah. right? And so I think that people, believers are afraid to act like they're just having a great day because yeah. they think it's fake. And it, to me, that's just, I don't, I haven't, I don't know. Well, I made this point on Wednesday to the youth group, but. At this time of year, you know, everybody's talking about their resolutions, and we talked about that in the last episode, getting a word for the for the year. But, you know, a resolution will 90% of the time always fail. You'll, mm-hmm. you'll always have great intentions about it. I remember one year I said I was going to read a book, you know, and I got... I went <laughs> one to the, book. I went to the library and got like four books, and I thought... I'm going to be the most well-educated <laughs> that I've ever been. And I did not read one. I read two chapters in one. And then... And you picked uh, odd books to start. Whatever. Yeah. And then I almost it's got weird. a late fee. And I was like, I got to get these back. <laughs> I hate books. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid books. <laughs> Stupid books. I still want to, you know, but um, yeah. But the the resolution will will usually always fall short because it's just based in the world's image, you know, the world's version of, you know, okay, well, who are you? And the word will never fall short. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to the word to make your resolution or going to the word to make your declaration, and like BJ said, just it's <laughs> not just about say it one time and say, okay, well, I said that at the beginning of the year, 
This verse in Romans, I'm sure we'll come back to, but Romans 2, I'll read in the King James because it's better. Uh, It says, And be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove what is good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And when when I read that in the past, I used to think, man, the world is just so powerful. I have to like resist the urge to be like the world every day. But really, it's the opposite. What's inside of me is so much more powerful and so much easier if I would just focus on that more. I, with with the world's image, man, you have to hustle, you have to grind, you have to, you know, you have to really strive. But you already have. If you're a believer, if you have committed yourself to the Lord, your spirit is renewed. It's in the inside of you. All you have to do is just recognize it, like BJ said, like look in the mirror, say it. Look in the mirror of the word and say it over yourself. So um, the word will never will never fall short. And, you know, this takes work. I, I probably want to spend an entire, you know, we normally do these series for three to four weeks. I'd like to spend probably an entire episode on this. But, like, I think something that maybe the church body as a whole or some Christians maybe don't recognize is, like, this takes work. And not work like we're laboring or you know, working really hard because, but the Bible says the only time we're supposed to work and labor is to enter into rest. Mm -hmm. And what that means is that you have to have the knowledge of what the word says, and then you have to work in your mind to get yourself to believe it. Yeah. So like, this isn't just something that you're like, well, I don't act patient, so I don't get it. Right. Like you have to work this out. You have to meditate on the Lord. I'm sorry, on the Lord. Yeah, for sure. But on the word of God, you have to take, like, honestly, if you're watching something that's so worldly, that's Mm -hmm. making you think differently about yourself, or that's making you anxious, or that's making you believe something like turn it off, stop reading it, turn off the mute. Don't listen to the podcast, right? Like turn off the pot, like whatever is like, I hate using this word, but like triggering. Listen to this one though. Yeah, like listen yeah. to this one, obviously. <laughs> but like it takes some work. It takes some like dedication to say like, mm-hmm. it. honestly, it's all in your mind. Mm-hmm. It's all choices. And it's all, it takes, it does not happen overnight. If Wait. you struggle really, really bad with anger and outbursts, like you may not be completely changed tomorrow, but you're on your way if you do want, you know, like say, okay, I'm going to find a scripture. I'm going to meditate on it and I'm going to act on it. Well, it's like Will said, he said he used to feel like the pool of the world is so strong, right? Why do we naturally feel that way? Well, well, Will read Romans 12 too, that if you don't renew your mind to the word, you'll conform to the world. Why? Why is that the natural? Because it's in front of us. Mm -hmm. We, we have five senses. We can mm-hmm. see the world. We can smell it. We can mm-hmm. taste it. We can hear it. And we, we, we experience the world, right? That's, we're born into mm-hmm. our flesh. We're born into our, our bodies. We have to get born again. We're made new. And then after we're made new, the world is still in front of us. We still see it when we open our eyes, yeah. feel it, taste it, touch it, experience it. We have to, on purpose, go to the Word which is actually truer than the world. 100%. It's what's going to last longer than the world lasts. It was there before the world. It's actually more real than the world, but we have to on purpose go to it, renew our minds to it. And then we can, like Brittany's saying, through that effort, it is effort, right? 
It's effort through that effort of continually going to the word to see who we are. The opposite of what Will said can be true of us where we can be so in the spirit. We can be so focused on who we are in Christ and what the Lord's doing. We'll be like, man, the pool of the spirit in my life is so strong. I can't even imagine living like the world yeah, lives. Mm-hmm. The pool of the Lord is so strong in my life. I can't even imagine thinking like the world does. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine getting into panic yeah. when the news says the economy's crashing. I can't even imagine getting into panic when the person I voted for didn't get elected. I can't even imagine getting into fear or anxiety when I, when the bank account is low. I can't mm-hmm. even imagine getting into anxiety when this we can get to that point. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. it, it all, we can, our heart will be hard yeah. either towards the world or mm-hmm. to the word. Yeah. Right. This is a different topic because we're about to end, but that's faith too. You know, yes. it doesn't, it takes no faith to see an ad on my phone yeah. for Taco Bell. That's right. Yeah. And to get in my car mm. and to go to Taco Bell. I love Taco Bell. It's a good mm. place. I know it's going to be there. Yeah. I just saw the ad. I love Taco I'm, Bell too. I'm being you know, drawn to that through advertising. Yeah, is that what you're doing? Because it's distracting. No, no, no. no. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it takes no faith. I want, but, the, I want the listeners to know that. But that... <laughs> that will is very distracting. Sometimes. But if you if you podcasting. exercise that faith, Hebrews 11, 1, faith is the substance of things hoped for, mm-hmm. the evidence of things yeah. not yet seen. So if you're building yourself up in true faith, you know, you're not being conformed because it, like... It, it is so much easier to just follow what you can see, touch, taste, hear, smell, you know, whatever. And even think. And yeah. even think. <laughs> yeah. 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 Like your thoughts are not true. I not mean, all of them. Not all. Yeah. I'll say it that way. Your emotions way. are not true. Emotions yeah. are not true. Like not all of them. Man, the Lord revealed that to me this yeah. week. And yeah. that, in that moment of, um, after I kind of came out of this fog of um, having some anxious, a, a moment of anxiety, it it was like my emotions cannot drive me. Mm-mm. My thoughts that are negative cannot drive me. And if you are not replacing your thoughts with the word of God, you will come, you will fall so far into, you know, you'll fall so far into a ditch. I mean, I, like Will said, I know we're about to wrap up and I want to talk a whole episode about this, but mm-hmm. like, we always, uh, all of us have said this, like you, I don't need to ask you what you planted in your garden. Mm-hmm. Right. It's it. It's going to show. Yeah. <laughs> well, and along the same lines, it's emotions when we think of them as true or not true and feelings when we think of them as true or not true, really we're thinking about them in the wrong way. They are emotions and feelings are like road signs. Mm-hmm. They point mm-hmm. to something. Right. And if my emotions are filled with fear and anxiety, yeah, it's not that that's not true. I'm really feeling it. But what it is, is a road sign that points me to where my thoughts are, Mm -hmm. where my heart is. And if I'm experiencing fear and anxiety and I remember and look to the word and see that Jesus never seemed to be in fear, Mm -hmm. he did face anxiety. I mean, we have a picture of him in the Garden of Eden sweating blood Mm -hmm. when he was seeing in the spirit what he was about to go through. But we have the picture also of him rejecting that anxiety. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So if we're experiencing fear and anxiety in our emotions, we see that in Christ we don't have to. That fear and anxiety becomes uh, a moment in our life when we allow it to reveal where we're not looking to the Word. Um, the same thing with joy, uh, f- uh, happiness. Like if we experience joy because something in our life is going right, 
and we we realize it's not that it's not real joy, but we stop and we let it point to something. I'm experiencing joy right now because I got a raise and a bonus. That's not a bad thing, but if I'm not experiencing joy when mm-hmm. I'm not getting raises and bonuses, yeah. then again, that points to the fact that my joy is caught up in how things in the world are going for me. Yeah. We should experience joy as believers at all times. So, and if that's the case, again, it's a road sign and it points to, man, I have joy no matter if the bank account's full or empty. I got mm-hmm. joy no matter mm-hmm. if my life is crazy or it, it, so it's like, I like okay. to think of it like that. And uh, it, it, it's, that's, that's a lesson I learned a few years back. It's that, cause I used to just flat out look at people sometimes and say, well, your feelings are wrong very harshly. Well, you looked and, at, you've told me that before. Well, and sometimes <laughs> that goes over super well, but it, it, and sometimes but, but, and I, I do agree with that sentiment that, that emotions, feelings yeah. can be wrong, but more importantly, yeah. they yeah. point to something else. And when I can take a minute, figure out what they're pointing to, right? I can then take any moment and either redirect back to the word mm-hmm. or keep going and be joyful that yeah, it's, that cause it's I feel the word's like a, a lot of times, like wherever <laughs> the fear and anxiety is, like it's pointing to a lie. Mm -hmm. And if you can uproot the lie and say like, okay, that was a lie from the pits of hell. And I identified that as a lie. What does the Lord say? Here's the truth over this situation, you know? And, um, I I feel like that's what the Lord has had me. Like if I've, if I'm feeling anxious about something, uh, I just heard the Lord just recently say like, follow your thought, Mm -hmm. (laughs) follow it. Okay. Let's follow it all the way to let's just say the worst, whatever it is. And the Lord's like, okay, but where, where am I in that lie? Where am I in that, in that anxious thought? And he's like, I'm not there. I'm over here. Let me show you what I think about the situation. But it's, it's just that inviting in. And the last thing I want to say, because I know we are wrapping it up, but you know, something that helps you build that faith up, that helps you uh, get that clarity that you need is praying in the spirit. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brittany and I were talking about this this week. She's like, I guess I just need to start praying in the spirit more. <laughs> like, I'm like, I do too. Like, over, Meaning praying in tongues. Yeah, praying yeah. in tongues. Like pray in the spirit. Because when you're praying in tongues, I mean, maybe you can worry for a minute while you're praying in <laughs> tongues, but I mean, it's kind of hard to stay in worry when you're praying in the spirit. Like it just is, it's kind of hard to, to declare. You can't really declare uh, negative things over in yourself or over yourself or a situation when you're praying in tongues. Yeah. I mean, I, I pray in the spirit every day. So what I said was that, right. um, the Lord told me that anytime I would have one of those thoughts yeah. come to my mind, I just start praying. I don't need to pray about it. Right. I just start praying in the spirit because yep. I already have a word from the Lord. I know what he said. So I pray in the spirit. And then within like seconds, I'm just like, Oh, I'm fine. See, <laughs> I mean, but that, you know, to me, that's such a good practice because really our default could be, well, I'm going to worry. I'm going to start thinking about the worst case or whatever. It's like, even even praying in tongues can help your mind. It like helps transform your mind. Absolutely. You All know? right. Amen. So I I think I encourage everybody out there if you don't have a prayer language, talk to one of us or or uh, start looking in the Word for yourself. Andrew Womack has some really great material on it. You can go back and listen to our uh, Holy Spirit Coffee at FCG. That's right. Uh, Holy Spirit. Um, series that we did we talk all about we're probably going to talk about speaking in tongues a lot (laughs) because it's a part of our everyday yeah (laughs) all right anyways well we love you guys 
We love you guys. We hope your 2024 is off to a great start. Um, and as always, like and subscribe this <laughs> episode with your friends and share it across all the platforms in the world. And maybe, you know, maybe next year, Coffee at FCG will be sponsoring the New Year's ball drop. Who knows? <laughs> Yeah. That'd be awesome. Everybody will be wearing coffee at FCG merch. Can we just get <laughs> on it? If Fitness. she would just get on it. Yeah. You can email, encourage her to get on this, guys. It's cat at coffee at FCG.com. Yeah. Send her an email and tell her to get on this. Maybe she needs a pay decrease, yeah. you know. But Hear that cat? Yeah. Yeah. Change is coming. Hey, I don't like. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> Hey, what? Uh, I don't like you. how mean y'all are being the cat. She's she hasn't done break. anything literally. Give her a break. She works five jobs. She <laughs> moonlight as a detective. And All right, well, she's got a lot on her plate. Is what I'm trying to say. Moonlight as a detective. But we love you guys. Uh, we hope you're having a great year so far, and yeah. we will see you soon. On the count of three, we're gonna say <sighs> goodbye. All right. All right. One. Two, three. Bye. Hey, thanks so much for hanging out with us for Coffee at FCG. We are so thankful for you and we would love to hear from you. So if you want to get in touch with us, send us a message, whatever you want to do, info at fcgastonia.com. If you'd like to give to our church, uh, obviously we're a, we're a church, so it's a nonprofit status. You'll get a giving statement at the end of the year. You can go to our website, fcgastonia.com and hit the giving link right there. Um, it's a great way for you to, it's a great place for you to sow. So we would love to hear from you. Just conversation. Let us know your prayer needs. Let us know what you want to hear us talk about. But uh, we are so glad you're with us and we will hear from you soon. You'll hear from us soon.